0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh, glad to see you here, and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 154 of this podcast. And I'm recording this at 7.52pm, so uh, what I'll actually do is, halfway through, I'll take a quick break, I'll listen to what the Prime Minister has to say at 8pm, and then I'll include that in this episode as well. And uh, today, if, if, if you've been living under a rock, or if you don't have access to internet for some reason, or if you just did not know, then at... Uh, around 2:30 PM or so, FM Nirmala Sitharaman had briefed the press and the citizens of India about certain steps that they want to take. I'll be honest, though; those steps are not as reassuring as one would have liked. Uh, really, not a lot of tangible stuff for um, you know anyone really concerned with the markets that much. It was more related to the statutory uh, and regulatory uh, ease. Uh, which is given so that's that's something she'd already mentioned she did not mention a lot of uh fiscal packages or anything related to that just that the economic uh, task force that's been created is on it and they'll be giving something out sooner rather than later so that's a good sign at the same time not really as tangible or not really enough it's kind of like that saying which says that uh, it's just too little, too late. That's similar to what uh, the speech was, if you ask me. And uh, to make up for that, though, we've got the PM speaking in about six minutes, so I'll just wrap up the intro and then I'll tune into that and I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, but before all that, make sure you're listening to this episode at speed you're comfortable at. I personally prefer 2x because it just keeps things nice and uh, nice and lively, and it's very engaging and you don't fall asleep. So uh, that's my recommendation. Let's get started. All right, so the speech just got over and unless you've been under a rock, quite literally, you would know that India is going on a lockdown from 12 uh, a.m. onwards. So, you know, technically tomorrow early morning and it'll last for 21 days. Apparently essential services are still gonna run so there's no need to panic, uh, but the PM himself has said that this will have a massive, uh, or at least a substantial impact on the economy, and uh, one that they have not assessed just quite yet. But then it's 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 actually quite uh, quite obvious that there will be an impact, and uh, it, it sort of remains to be seen exactly what kind of an impact it would be. Uh, so considering that. Uh, whether the markets want to take that positively, in that you know it's going to be uh, a good thing that at least we have a proper lockdown uh, regimen that's going to be there and essentially limiting the number of potential cases. If that's the direction the market's going to think in, then we would possibly see something positive happening. If that's not the direction the market is going to think in, if it's just going to think about the lost economic activity, then of course we are going to see some very, very rough days. And uh, it's I, I feel that this it might just break the record of the worst day the financial markets have ever seen. And that is, of course, a possibility if the markets react to it negatively, uh, because there is reason. At the same time, the finance minister today said that... Um, the, the finance ministry, along with the economic task force, are working on a proper fiscal uh, stimulus, a proper fiscal package, which will be apt, which will be proper. And in order for them to do that, they will, they will still require some time because they're still sort of figuring out exactly what the kind of impact is and taking feedback from the external parties, you know, industry leaders, economists and such. So, i I'm I'm glad that that's being done, but at the same time, that means that it'll still possibly take some time, and uh, Nirmala Sitaraman herself said that it'll be done sooner rather than later, so uh, that that sort of gives you an idea of an approximate time frame to estimate. My father feels that it's possibly going to, uh, you know, be done on Friday or after, They'll, they'll possibly let this expiry go and then they'll uh, they'll they'll do whatever needs to be done so that's something to consider as well and uh, you know it's it's just there's there's a lot that's going on and purely because of that it becomes very difficult to really understand what might happen with the markets and as a result you know it's 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 very weird so if someone tells you that hey this indicator is showing that we may possibly see something positive with the markets then again, it's that indicator is probably not going to work because there is such a massive, unprecedented event like... I I think this is much worse than even a black swan. Uh, So the reason why it becomes very relevant for us is this is possibly not the best time to carry forward positions unless you are sure of a direction. Because, you know... If 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 you feel that okay this indicator is giving me this signal, then it's likely that it won't work because the the kind of mammoth that we are facing right now is far more superior than any indicator right now. And at the same time, uh, you know we need to think of just just how much of an impact this might also have. So it's it's very weird the situation we've been placed in. I'm sure that literally no one has experienced this before so uh, on on one hand you've got the you know the positive side of a complete lockdown on the other hand you've got still no word yet on the fiscal package which is what might just place the market in in a fix so i'd keep my eye out on that and i'd personally uh, you know sort of be very cautious tomorrow today of course uh, vix made a new high for the day so uh, that's possibly just showing us that everything we knew about VIX and about volatility in the past about option pricing in the past is going to change from here on out at least for the next few days so that's my take on the PM announcement again the announcement is there I really won't talk a lot about what was announced further than that I really won't tell my opinions on it because it really doesn't matter ultimately what matters is that for the next 21 days You're going to be in your home and uh, the markets are going to do their own thing. And uh, ideally, we just look at it, you know, whatever direction is happening, you get into it and then you take your money, you take your profits, you enjoy them. Because it is said that in 2008, which is when the last time something like this happened, was possibly the time where people, you know, the real opportunistic people made an absolute killing. They they made their wealth there, uh, then, you know, whether you talk about real estate, whether you talk about stocks, whether you talk about, uh, you know, startups and such. So this is more of an opportunity. If you're going to look at it that way, then it'll be far, far better. Whereas if you're going to think about it in a more negative view. So that's my take on the entire announcement and what is going on right now. And without any further ado, let's get started in our regular market snapshot. Okay, so today was a relatively positive day compared to what we've seen in the past. Um, and, you know, the indices were, of course, in the green. Uh, the ADR was better than before. Net selling still. FI is still pulling out money. Minus 2,100 crore selling versus 1,550 crore buying for the DIs. And the market cap is right where it was yesterday. Not a lot of change there on that front. As far as the broad market indices are concerned, um, Nifty is up, of course, 2.5%, but we will get to Nifty and Bank Nifty in the next segment where we speak about it a bit further. And the other indices as well, they are reasonably positive. Looks like small caps really took a beating today because the small cap indices are down. So is the Realty Index of Nifty. So Nifty Realty is down by around 2% as well. It's, it's at 170 rupees, like literally just 170 rupees. It's possibly the lowest priced index I've seen so far, but that's, uh, that's again, I'm digressing there. Uh, but apart from that, the most positive index today was IT, possibly because uh, of the USD-INR thing. I'm assuming that that is, uh, you know, that's a very important factor. As we discussed yesterday, That's that's a possibility, I feel. Uh, what might have happened. Metal this time surprisingly not that positive and uh, FMCG did very well. I think HUL went up quite a lot because they acquired a company, uh, you know, I think it is a pharma or a healthcare company from Glenmark. So that's something to consider. Glenmark, of course, got that money. Uh, HUL got got a good brand under their portfolio, so that, that looks good. As far as the fixed income and dices are concerned, they are positive as well today, but not by that much. Just a mild positive to a flat day for the fixed income segment. And that's what we are seeing. As far as the highs and lows are concerned, Ruchi Soya once again on this list. uh, Looks like GK Wires is not here today. Uh, Bharat Bond has made a new high. Uh, So so have two gold ETFs, Quantum and SBI. So that's something to consider. And as far as the lows are concerned, 873 of them versus just five highs. So clearly a lot of lows. And uh, again, those are the standard stocks that we've spoken about so many times it's crazy. As far as the bulk deals are concerned, we're looking at Ibel Housing Finance once again here. looks like it's a net buying uh, bulk deal that's happening. And uh, we're also looking at style once again in this list um and yeah that's that's about it as far as the larger deals are concerned short selling same as what it was last time we spoke about it and that's it as far as the global markets are concerned as of now they are in the green so march 24th closing markets are in the green however sgx nifty right now is at 7739 down 144 points so that's something to consider even Jakarta Composite is down 1.3%. So looks like it's possibly going to be a relatively restrained negative movement. But then again, this is not uh, not that updated. We'll possibly get a better idea once uh, this news settles down, once tomorrow we actually see some movement happening. So that's my take on the global markets. As far as USDINR is concerned, it's down by a fair bit, possibly profit booking happening, possibly consideration of rejection of 76 levels it's literally right at support right now and it's at 76.05 looks like it's being traded right now is it that's not quite sure uh look it's at 76.05 right now though the source of the data is trading view charts in case you were wondering and that's that so uh i'm just assuming this is mild this is a mild retracement no real gap filling happening of the bigger gaps so that's uh relatively standard as far as oil is concerned wti crude brent crude both extremely flat uh percent for wti plus 277 uh for brent so both are positive but not by a lot 23 for wti 30.1 for brent so that's what we are seeing and uh, yeah, I mean, not quite sure what this would actually uh, have an impact of, even more so because for 21 days, everything is short. So uh, again, the impact is possibly going to be slightly lower. In other news, I was actually uh, looking at, uh, no, no, I was not looking at it, a friend sent it to me, uh, Anosh, uh, he's been a very uh you know consistent listener and he he's there or he's very active on twitter he's into finance as well at anosh modi uh a-n-o-s-h with uh, m-o-d-y-y like that's his twitter handle you could follow him there so he sent me this tweet by bloomberg quint if i remember correctly of facebook buying uh, or at least planning to buy a 10 percent or so stake in reliance geo the deal was supposed to be inked but uh, then this entire coronavirus thing happened, as a result, it was, uh, it was, it's rather, it is stuck up. So that's a very interesting piece of news and uh, one that I'm not personally a fan of because I don't really believe that so many large corporations so- should have such a massive control over uh, stuff. I mean, we already know what Reliance Jio has done to the telecom sector, but that's, uh, that's something for a different episode. For now, though, that's just something that I I thought I'd include here because Reliance is uh, the second most weighted stock in Nifty 50. So anyway, let's get started with the indices now. Today being an important news day, one would have imagined that uh, we'd have seen a reasonably positive day uh, for Nifty because, of course, the finance minister was going to talk about uh, the economy and the steps that she wants to take she proposes today which is a much nearer thing however that was not really the case because she only really spoke about certain statutory obligations and such which is something she'd clarified already so i'm not really going to talk about that but uh she already clarified that this is the agenda for this press con is different uh, which is why the market had not really reacted to what she was saying. You, generally, what we, what happens is that you could literally see with every sentence that is being spoken, the prices are moving uh, in, in that direction. So it's pretty wild to see that, uh, but that is not there today. So, you know, if, if that makes any difference to you. Anyway, though, Nifty is closing at 7,801. It made a new high on its very first opening candle, of just above 8000 it was at 8036.95 and then it retraced, it filled in that gap, went below its previous close, took support at uh, what appears to be a pivot point of sorts and then from there it jumped, it retested that high that it had made during the day, right around R1 at 7985, but then those 8K levels were rejected and Nifty fell quite sharply Taking support at its 50 MA, very very similar thing happening with Bank Nifty as well. So I'll uh, just skip that because intraday analysis too in depth is really uh, a very uh, you know painstaking thing for the listeners. So that's Nifty on the daily chart. It is an uh, it is it's almost a perfect spinning top. And uh, again, these are times when this spinning top does not really mean a lot. I mean sure the inherent qualities and the inherent properties of spinning top still stand we are still seeing just ridiculously high volumes compared to the previous times in these past few weeks and we are seeing a lower selling volume compared to yesterday's buying volume sure those things are there those things are unquestionable and that is a fact but whether this means that tomorrow is going to be a recovery, whether this means that it has taken support, whether this means that this is a change in trend is something which is not really, uh, you know, not really r- reliable or should I say the spinning top is not really a reliable indicator for that. So take this, uh, take this chart pattern with a grain of salt. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, it is at 17,107, up 189 points, and I mean, sure, you know, in terms of percentage, it is up a lower percent, I think just 1.12%, so around half of how positive Nifty was. But the moves, just how not positive or just how restrained Bank Nifty was during the day, was something very evident if you'd have looked at bank Nifty and Nifty side by side because while Nifty was showing good signs of, of positiveness, bank Nifty was not showing the same. While Nifty was above certain moving averages at certain times, Bank Nifty was below those very moving averages. So clearly Bank Nifty is more negative, more bearish, uh, possibly because banking sector, in general has not really seen a lot of good reassuring news except for that five billion dollar liquid thing which really did not have a lot of impact anyway though on the daily chart we are seeing like a hammer pattern of sorts on uh, bank nifty so again whether this means that we're seeing a positive day tomorrow or not is something that we will only know tomorrow and uh, again the selling volumes are lower than yesterday's buying volumes and such so all that analysis you can do uh, but that's what we are seeing as far as Nifty and Bank Nifty are concerned. Anyway, let's move to my trades. So my trades for the day uh, was more of a trade for the day because yesterday's carrying carried forward call was still there. I scalped a little bit in, I think it was a 9100 call. And it gave me a reasonable ROI. It could have given me a much better ROI, but I did not hold on to it because Again, when you're dealing with far out of money options, these are literally cheap options. (laughs) They are not inexpensive options It is not a get-rich-quick scheme at all now even more so which is why you need to be very careful if you're getting some return just take it accept it be happy Otherwise, you might possibly lose double that amount very, very soon, literally in a matter of a few ticks. So that's why I exercised caution. I took those profits. I enjoyed those. And I'm still carrying forward that call. Now, if you're wondering why I'm still carrying forward that call, it is because the call was at a value which was, you know, it was. It really wouldn't have made sense for me to exit the call, absorb the loss, like literally liquidate the book, the loss and uh still carry forward like still still like just trade with the remaining money instead the option was cheap to begin with so it it really did not matter to me uh it did matter but it really did not make that much of a difference if it went all the way down to zero so right now the price that it's at it's purely uh just getting investing in the market if it goes up then yes i'm still on board that train if it goes down then it's it's fine it's a very no- nominal loss which is uh, not really uh, a deal breaker for me so that was my trade for the day and as far as the lesson for the day is concerned it it it's it's very weird to say it's very weird to really think of a lesson because the market has been literally the same these past few days uh, here the the money-making opportunities are really only when you catch a move before it has happened and before it is happening because when it's happening the prices will be inflated then you uh, and then when it actually settles down then you know the prices will will of course go down even though the price is still you know even if, even though from the previous point the market is still going up the prices will not really go up that much so you you really, really need to time your stuff well but then you already know that so there really isn't a lot more that i can add perhaps once all of this is over once the market restores normalcy or at least normalcy as we would know it at that time perhaps then it would make sense for me to record an episode where i talk about my entire learnings from these past few uh what i assume then would be months so i'll look into something like that but for now that is it for this episode i hope Uh, you found this helpful and informative i also hope that you are safe at home with your family i hope you've got sufficient supplies of groceries food water and uh i hope that you know you 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 make it out of this profitable and healthy so with that that's it for this episode see you in the next one happy trading tomorrow